Hello. Welcome back to our second special episode of our podcast. Our summer special. Our summer special. For summertime, we are who drank it first, not who ate it first. That's the 411. Yep. We are doing four episodes leading up to our season two of Who Ate It First in October. So October 3rd. October 3rd. And it's now your turn. Yay! My turn. It's really hot outside. It Happy is. July, first of all. Happy July. Yeah. Can't believe July's already here. It is spicy outside. Ugh. I feel like I'm swimming in my own sweat. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I went to a game, like a rugby game with some friends. Uh-huh. I've already told you this story, but for our listeners, um, we were there an hour and a half maybe because me, my brother, and one of our friends only stayed for half the game. Let's just say I was very happy to be wearing dark pants that day because when I got up, it was drenched in Ew. sweat. I would have had a butt <laughs> imprint of sweat if I was wearing lighter pants. Ew. Very attractive stuff. You know, I hear you and I see you, but I rate... I am right here. Does that make sense? Oh, true. I mean, <laughs> metaphorically and actually. Um, but I, that same weekend, I did the exact same thing. But I was out all day in a dress, drinking wine, not asking for any sympathy. I'm just saying the temperatures, I did everything that you did. You stayed for an hour and a half. We had a lovely bachelorette party for our good friend. And we were gone, I think, five and a half hours in an open-air vehicle. True. You kind of got me on the open-air vehicle part. Open-air so. vehicle. And I was consuming alcohol for five and a half hours from like 12 to 530. Again, not asking for sympathy. It was wonderful and it was lovely. Had a lot of delicious wines. Um, got to feed a giraffe. Pretty sick. Love that. Um, but the amount of sweat, uh, I'm not even sure I could really measure it at all. Just everywhere <laughs> at, at any given time. I, did, I was wearing a light colored dress. Smart of me. But I did notice when I stood up in certain chairs. Oh, yeah. Imprint. Left behind a little puddle. Oh, more than a little. Just an entire... It's a small ocean. Derriere imprint. And uh, it's not good. But, you know, in those situations, the only thing that makes you feel better is everybody else is just as sweaty as you. And that's really the only thing that makes it better. I definitely uh, got very happy much faster than usual. Just the heat and the, <laughs> you know, you're not replenishing your liquids. My band director used to call that celebrating your output. So, yeah, you got to celebrate your output. Anyway, so y'all know it's hot. I don't need to talk about it. If you don't live in Texas, bless you. Happy for you. Anybody yeah. who's in Texas, I'm sorry. It sucks. We feel your pain. I'm very sorry. If you live in, you know, somewhere cooler, then I don't really want to be friends with you <laughs> right now, to be honest. like, Don't tell me how nice it is in uh, yeah. Aspen, Colorado. Like, I'm sure it's beautiful, but also I don't really want to hear it because I'm hot. I'm hot. And that's not going to help. Mm -mm. Not going to make me feel any better. Just kidding. We love Colorado. Anyway, today I would like to discuss a little refreshing drink with you. 
So perhaps... Oh, good, because I am sweltering over here. Okay. As we've already established. Yes. Well, this is a very light and refreshing one. I'm sure you've probably seen this on a menu. Friends listening, you've probably seen this on menus too. Within the last decade or so, it's gotten really, really popular. Even if you don't drink it, I'm sure you've seen it. It's elderflower liqueur or St. Germain. I have because somebody loves elderflower drinks. Oh, it me. (laughs) I love it. When we go out, it's often on a special spring menu, summer menu. It's very floral. Bartenders actually call it the ketchup of the cocktail world. (laughs) Okay. Only in that it goes with everything and you Uh. want to put everything with it. You can put vodka with it. You can put whiskey with it. You can put rum with it. It's especially good with champagne, um, but it is kind of the cocktail mixologist's go-to, the ketchup of the condiment world, the Hmm. ketchup of the cocktail world. Anyway, does that sort of make sense, that analogy? Yeah, it's like ketchup is a condiment that people put on everything. It is something that you could pretty much make a cocktail with any kind of spirit and it would exactly. turn out good exactly because it's very floral a little bit sweet slightly fruity i would kind of liken it to a pear some people say grapefruit if you're like able to detect those very specific fruity flavors i kind of think pear but yeah so today we are making the cocktail just an elderflower liqueur and lemon drink um you can use Saint-Germain or Saint-Germain, as it's technically pronounced. It is Saint-Germain. It is French, actually. And today we're making it with vodka. And technically we're not using actual Saint-Germain. Don't because tell anybody. Um, we actually couldn't find it at our liquor store. But we're using still an elderflower liqueur. It's the same thing. You just probably won't get exactly those specific, like, micro notes. But we are doing... Vodka, St. Germain, lemon juice, bitters, and tonic water. Very simple. Very delicious. But St. Germain, that's how I'm going to pronounce it. It is pronounced Saint Germain. I'm not going to do that the entire episode. (laughs) Just so you know that, it's pretty new, actually. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. I did not. I thought this was something that's been around for a long time. I thought so, too. Of course, the elderflower flower comes from the elder tree. Also, the elder tree produces not elder scrolls, (laughs) elder tree. The same tree actually produces elder berries. Okay. They produce elder flowers. And that checks out. Right? I, well, I mean, silly me. I didn't know where it came (laughs) from. Um, But yeah, makes sense. It was actually launched in 2007 by the New York based Cooper Spirits Company. And so I love a process. I love any type of artwork that takes a process, any type of anything. I love processes. And this liquor is the epitome of process. Let me explain. For a few months every spring, the elder tree produces these lovely white little flowers. And these elder flowers for St. Germain are hand-picked in the French countrysides using traditional techniques. People sit around the table by hand picking these flowers off the stems and they have to do this very quickly because harvest season is only a couple weeks long you want to really lock in those flavors and make sure the flowers are at their peak readiness and if you go to saint germain's website 
up to 1,000 flowers are in every bottle of St. Germain oh, liquor. Oh, my God. That makes, that makes it sound like it's going to be cuckoo crazy, potpourri in your face floral. Nay, nay. No. It's delicious. Yeah. It just takes a lot. I mean, that's kind of like a bottle of orange juice, right? Like, you don't realize how many oranges yeah. you actually had to get. To even just get a glass of orange juice, it's kind of a significant amount. Right. Well, we've learned cocktail making that one lemon is like one drink. Yeah. Because lemons, or at least the ones that we get here, don't really elicit that much juice. Yeah, it really depends on the lemon that you get. But yeah, you can only make one, maybe two cocktails with a lemon. So before same you have thing. to use another one. Yeah. So same thing. Silly me, orange juice. I'm like, nah, there's like five oranges in there. No, there's like 200 oranges <laughs> in a bottle of orange juice. Same thing. A thousand florals are in every bottle of St. Wow. Germain. And part of the challenge with harvesting is you have to retain the fresh, delicate flavor. And that's where the Cooper Spirits company employs their traditional techniques to ensure the process doesn't cause a loss of that complexity or bitterness to the overall taste. Because if you harvest those flowers just a scoosh too late, ooh, baby, that's bitter. Because elderberries are a little bit bitter. Mm. So if you, same thing, that bitterness can be employed in the flowers if you're too late which is just bonkers to me. So they probably sit around with a little watch and they're like, are you ready? <laughs> are you ready? Are you ready? And then sirens go off. Red alert, red alert. Like, so that is so bonkers to me. A little about the name. St. Germain is named after an area of Paris known for free thinking and artistic expression. <laughs> and the makers of this liquor just thought that was a perfect fitting name for a very artistic sort of liquor. It was like nothing that was on the market these days. And back in 2007, it was like nothing on the market. And they really just wanted to make something new and innovative. So we love that. The recipe that we're using is from also a couplecooks.com. <laughs> I know I didn't know that Kendall had used them for the last episode when I decided to do this research, LOL. I guess they just make great drinks. They, yeah, I mean, they beautiful. Great job. And like I said, we cheated slightly and used a different brand of elderflower liqueur, but it's okay. If you want to do it the authentic way, St. Germain all the way. We're going to do one ounce of vodka. I think we used Deep Eddie. Yes, we did. Local Austin, Deep Eddie Vodka. Boom, baby. One ounce of St. Germain, half an ounce of fresh lemon juice, two dashes of bitters. We used... Angostura, I believe. Uh, yes, Angostura bitters. That one. And four ounces of tonic water. Tonic water is different than sparkling water. We learned that. Yes, I did not know that tonic water is flavored. <laughs> Ever so slightly. Yeah, it has like citric citric acid in it. So it tastes a little bit like, like there's lemon or lime in it. And that helps keep the bubbles longer, which makes so much sense. Yeah, I had no idea. I feel like you could probably use sparkling water if you were in a pinch, but just no tonic water is going to get you where you'd need to go probably better and faster. Yeah. So in a mixing glass or another large glass, you're going to add your vodka, your St. Germain, lemon juice, and your bitters, and add a handful of ice and stir until cold. Strain into a cocktail glass. Add your tonic water and stir again. 
add a little bit more ice and you can garnish with lemon and mint. I didn't buy any mint, so I just garnished with a lemon. <laughs> <laughs> so let's give these a taste. What do you think, babe? I am probably a little partial because I already like this liqueur, um, but it is delicious. I feel like this is a perfect balance between floral, sweet, citrusy with the lemon, and you really can't taste the vodka, so possibly a little dangerous there. Um, but I think this is such a good drink for spring and summer. Like right now, when it is 98 degrees and 10,000% yeah. humidity, and you are swimming as soon as you go outside, this is <laughs> perfection. Yeah, it's good. I'm not a huge fan of um, floral anything, really. Um, but it's good. It's very refreshing. Um, I like the the lemon juice in it. It's like, not overpowering with the elderflower liqueur. Yeah. And like I said, a traditional St. Germain cocktail, they advertise this all over their website, is just a glass of champagne and leave a little room at the top and it's about an ounce of St. Germain. And so champagne and St. Germain. Yeah. It kind of rhymes in English, not in the French. But <laughs> that it would be a perfect cocktail because champagne is very dry and this would add in the sweetness and the floral. And yeah, I want to try that next because I'm not a huge fan of champagne by itself. Yeah, I'm not either, but I would be very curious to see how that tastes and if it would balance that out. Hope you guys enjoyed. I'll be putting some kind of mocktail version on Instagram. And yeah, hope you enjoy our summer drinkity drink episodes. Yeah. Next month, be my turn again. And we are going to be exploring the lovely whiskey sour. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> in uh, June, July, August. So in August, <laughs> we are going to be having that low. Yeah. January, February, March, and April, May, June, <laughs> July, and August, September, October, and November, December. These are the months of the year. Doot, doot. Wow. <laughs> That's what rhyme grows through my head every time I have to remember the uh, month. That's amazing. That I, was straight up from like kindergarten. <laughs> I never learned that song, so that that was a masterpiece. Yep. Thank you. Uh, yes, August next month will be whiskey sour. Oh. Oh boy. Get ready. Here we go. <laughs> I don't much care for whiskey, but Too I'll give bad. it a try. I'll give it a try. I will give it a try. It'll be good. Our minisodes are for trying, and yeah. I will. That's the whole point of this podcast to try new things. You're right. And you for our so friends right. to go along while we try those new things. You're so right. And so come that. along next month with us. Yay. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up. Okay. We will see you all next month. Just a reminder that. Season two drops October, well, starts to drop October 3rd. October 3rd. Bye, everyone. Bye.